Hi, welcome to Bookie, which unlock big ideas from world bestsellers in audio, text, and mind map. Please download Bookie at Apple Store or Google Play with more features. Get your free mind snack now. Today we will unlock the book Bowling Alone, The Collapse and Revival of American Community. Before unlocking this book for you, we'd like to ask you to ponder this question. In your free time, would you rather meet, chat with friends, and participate in community activities or would you rather stay home, watch TV and play video games? According to Putnam's findings, although the economy grew at an unprecedented rate since the 1960s for unknown reasons, the level of American civic engagement in community activities has declined. People gradually distanced themselves from their families, friends, and neighbors. By the end of the 20th century, even the average Americans felt a decline in enthusiasm for social participation. Before that, however, Americans were passionate about community life. They liked to form associations, keep themselves updated with public issues, and participate in civic activities. This was especially true in the 1950s and 1960s, where American community activities thrived and hit their peak. Americans were more engaged in politics than ever before, and the rate of voting participation grew year by year. In fact, over the past two centuries, the rise and fall of communities have been a topic of debate and research by many sociologists and politicians. The author of this book Robert D. Putnam is one of the most remarkable researchers. Putnam is one of the most distinguished political scientists in modern America. He has been a senior consultant for three American presidents, including Bill Clinton, George W. Bush, and Barack Obama. He is also a member of the National Academy of Sciences, and has served Dean of the John F. Kennedy School of Government. In 2006, Putnam received the Skype Prize, the world's highest accolade for a political scientist. In 2012, President Barack Obama awarded him the National Humanities Medal for deepening our understanding of community in America. After spending many years focused on continuous research with extensive in-depth data collection and case studies, Putnam compiled this book to discuss the development trend of the American democratic society from the perspective of social capital and community life. The book covers a wide range of disciplines, including political science, sociology, economics, public administration, public policy, and so on. Upon its release, the book received a lot of social attention. It is frequently cited by scholars from all walks of life and has become one of the must-read classics for the study of American civil society. The book uses statistics and case studies to fully evaluate the condition of American civic engagement. Also, it thoroughly and credibly argues that in the second half of the 20th century, the decline of American civic engagement and community activities became a significant trend. Putnam describes such a social change as bowling alone. Next, we will talk about the major points of the book in four parts. Part 1, Downward Trends in American Civic Engagement and Social Capital in the Late 20th Century. Part 2, Possible Causes of the Decline of Social Capital. Part 3, Negative Repercussions of the Decline of Social Capital. Part 4, Suggestions for Reviving Social Capital. Let's look at the first part to understand the downward trends in American civic engagement and social capital in the late 20th century. 
Enthusiastic participation in community life is a long and distinguished tradition in American society. However, starting from the second half of the 20th century, Americans who used to be passionate about group activities and public services were nowhere to be found. More people preferred watching TV by themselves at home or bowling alone, rather than participating in community activities outside their homes or having coffee with their neighbors. According to Putnam, the phenomenon of bowling alone describes how America is gradually losing its social capital. You may be asking, what is social capital? Social capital is not a new term that just appeared recently. In the 20th century, various sociologists and economists explained social capital from various angles. Simply put, social capital is the value that social networks bring. Social capital is an intangible asset. Just as a tool or receiving an education can increase individual or collective influence, so too can social contacts increase productivity. People with social networks follow the norms of reciprocity. In other words, they act in accordance with the conception of I'll do this for you now, in the expectation that you will return the favor. In this way, people satisfy their interests through their relationships with one another. When people realize the importance of social capital, they will also invest time and energy in developing and acquiring more. This is where tangible social capital slowly grows. It's like a superglue between members of society, binding people together, and promoting interpersonal trust and unity. It lowers the cost for people to engage in business and social interactions. At the same time, it promotes reciprocal cooperation between people, thus increasing the individual and social productivity. Social capital also helps people broaden their knowledge and garner more social support, thus increasing their general satisfaction with life. That is to say our active involvement in community activities, religious gatherings, work dinners, or joining our friends for a drink at a bar, having weekend parties, and even chatting with neighbors is all about developing and accumulating social capital for ourselves and society. As we can see, the buildup of social capital can bring unexpected benefits to our personal lives and society as a whole. Prior to the 1960s, Americans were enormously enthusiastic about public life. At that time, associations bloomed, and people were very willing to take on community obligations and participate in public charities. Moreover, Americans' political participation was deeper and more extensive than in other countries. Meanwhile, a steady stream of informal parties, tea parties, and gatherings of friends also filled Americans' private lives. With that being said, beginning in the 1960s, silently without warning, this trend was reversed. A number of surveys have been conducted concerning this issue. In 1987, 77% of interviewees were aware of the declining involvement in community activities. In 1996, 50% of respondents thought that society was becoming less trustworthy. By 1999, two-thirds of Americans believed that America's civic life had significantly weakened in recent years, and their society focused more on the individual rather than the community. Moreover, they believed that social and moral values were higher when they were growing up. Putnam referenced different aspects of life and gathered many statistics and case studies that allowed him to demonstrate these changes in great detail and with great precision. He later found a pattern behind them. Over the past few decades, 
The decline of Americans' political involvement particularly in voter turnout has attracted much attention and debate. In 1960, 62.8% of eligible Americans cast their votes in the presidential election. From 1964 to 2000, participation in presidential elections has declined by roughly a quarter. Turnout has also reduced by the same amount. Furthermore, turnout in the 1996 and 1998 elections was the lowest in American history, lower than any presidential and off-year elections in nearly two centuries. Compared with older generations who are passionate about public services, the younger generation has displayed significantly less interest in politics and current affairs. Although there is a greater variety of ways to access information, young people are less informed about public issues. They pay even less attention to breaking news like airline crashes, terrorism, and so forth. Attendance at public meetings and participation in political groups has also declined substantially. In a nutshell, as time progresses, people are becoming more educated and better informed. Still, fewer people are getting involved in the game of politics. The decline of social capital is not only seen in communal organizations and formal associations, but also in informal connections such as visiting friends and relatives, hosting barbecue parties, playing poker, going to bars, and the like. Making frequent visits to friends and relatives has always been an important social activity for Americans. Even in the 1980s and 1990s, three-quarters of all Americans claimed that they would get together with friends at least once a month. Compared to an average of half an hour each week spent on formally organized activities and events, Americans spent more than three hours a week visiting relatives and friends. At first, this statistic looks encouraging. However, the bad news is that compared to the past, the frequency of informal contact continues to decline year by year. In the mid-1970s, the average Americans hosted friends at home about 14 to 15 times a year. By the late 1990s, it dropped to 8 times per year, a decline of 45%. Compared to the mid-1980s, the Americans' probability of making new friends had fallen by one-third in the 1990s. Another example is playing cards. A survey in 1940 showed that card games were Americans' favorite pastime. During the first two-thirds of the 20th century, many card clubs prospered, and millions of Americans became members. Even college students spent millions of nights in games of bridge. Since the 1980s, however, the average frequency of card playing among American adults plunged from 16 times per year to 8 times per year. Computer games, gambling machines, and other pastimes have replaced the card games. Still, unlike playing cards, these activities are usually played individually. Hence, social connections gradually diminish among people. Trends in sports participation also reflects the same phenomenon. The 1990s saw the emergence of many new forms of exercise and the proliferation of gyms. Yet, participation in sports has mostly stagnated. Among major sports, bowling is considered to be the only one that has held its own in the late 20th century. Interestingly enough, in the 1980s and 1990s, the number of bowlers not only didn't decrease but increased by 10%. However, league bowling decreased by 40%. It is solitary bowlers who are growing in numbers. 
Therefore, Putnam calls these phenomena collectively as bowling alone. It is a quiet trend that is away from socializing. It also demonstrates the silent diminishing of social capital in America. We have now concluded the first part of this bookie. Enthusiastic participation in public life has always been a merit for Americans. However, this virtue has quietly diminished over the past few decades and contributed to the decline of American social capital. The reduction of social capital is seen in communal organizations, formal associations, and informal connections. What caused people to gradually distance themselves from the politics, parties, and social lives that they had originally loved? Part 2 will answer this question. Today we are just sharing limited content. To unlock more key insights of world-class bestseller please download our app. Just search for B-O-O-K-E-Y at Apple Store or Google Play. Get your free mind snack now.